The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He sent me to bring good news to the poor. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And this is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Thank you, Lord. And the crowd asked John, and this is John the Baptist, What might we do? What ought we to do? In reply, he said, Let the person with two coats give to the person who has none. The one who has food should do the same. Tax collectors also came to to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what are we to do? And he answered them, Exact nothing over and above your fixed amount. Soldiers likewise asked him, What about us? And he told them, Do not bully anyone, denounce no one falsely, and be content with your pay. And the people were full of anticipation, wondering in their hearts whether John might be the Messiah. And John answered them all by saying, I am baptizing you in water. But there is one to come who is mightier than I. I am not fit to loosen his sandal strap. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn in unquenchable fire. Using exhortations of this sort, he preached the good news to the people. And this is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn in unquenchable fire. And we have come to understand that in the last 2,000 years is that he has it in for a certain population in the world, right? Those who don't do what I want them to do, I will burn in unquenchable fire. What if, what if the winnowing fan in God's hand is the spirit within us? Look at it metaphorical, metaphorically. What happens within us when we come to understand that we are spiritual beings as well as physical beings and that we do have a spiritual legacy, we have a spiritual lineage, and we have a spiritual part of us, that we are as spiritual as physical, as we are physical. What if the winnowing fan in his hand to clear out the threshing floor and gather the wheat, what if that is to help us let go or heal or step away from or aside from the things that distract us from that spiritual path? What if that's the, the stuff on the floor that gets swept off or blown off with his winnowing fan? But the chaff he will burn in unquenchable fire. What happens to the stuff that we let go of? Because we have found a way to be in the world that is more in tune with the harmony and balance of the planet. 
what happens with the stuff that we let go of? What is that unquenchable fire that Jesus is speaking of, or John is speaking of? What if that were the Holy Spirit? I come to ba- I come to baptize with water, but there will be one that comes to baptize in fire. What is that baptism? Well, we know from other references of Scripture, it's the Holy Spirit. It's that indwelling Spirit within us that is released, made visible, made, made aware to us because of that winnowing fan action of God, right? It's not the, it's the old way of interpreting this is that God has people that God doesn't like Thankfully, we're not one of them because we are the elect, you know. (laughs) And we know where we're going. We don't have to worry about it. That's the thinking, right? But those people over there, they're the ones that aren't doing what God wants to do. And God's going to come and, you know, the winnowing fan is going to just send them to the unquenchable fire. The blasphemy in that is interpreting the unquenchable fire as a vengeful retribution for people just being people. You know, no matter the extent of that. I mean, there's there's a whole arc of what it is to be. But what I'm getting at is that what if that whole reading was about an awakening of the spirit, which Jesus had come to do, and it began with him, right? Maybe John had that insight when John baptized Jesus. Who knows? We don't know. But when Jesus came, he came to do a few things. Teach us how to live. Teach us how to uh, resolve conflict. Teach us how to be in balance with, with earth, with God, with one another, and in harmony. There is nothing in the teaching of Jesus that would indicate that they're holding back and the people they don't like, they're going to send to hell. There's nothing in Scripture about that. That's all us making that up. What we have here is a testimony of John the Baptist, who had not, he knew his cousin John, uh, Jesus, but he had not had that spiritual encounter yet. And here he is saying, I am da- baptizing you with water, but there is one among us, who, in my opinion, I am not even worthy to unloosen his sandal strap. That's John's opinion. That's maybe not necessarily Jesus's. Jesus was the one that bent down and actually washed the feet, right? So this is John's thinking. I'm not worthy. And here comes Jesus, you know, saying, I have come to set you free. I have come to teach you how to live. I have invited you to love one another. You are one with God. So whatever John was thinking about his unworthiness, Jesus put it to rest. And he basically said through his life and through his witness to his death and resurrection that yes, we are worthy. That's the very reason that he came was to teach us how to love ourselves. Love one another as you love yourself. To teach us how we love ourselves enough to love one another. And we cannot love one another if we're thinking there's certain of the others that aren't worthy of love. The unquenchable fire, I believe, 
and it makes sense to me. The unquenchable fire that John witnesses to here is the Holy Spirit within us. I, he will baptize you with that unquenchable fire. Wow. If we're not worthy, that would never have happened. Right? So what we can take from that, and, and we have a, a, a uniquely colored candle to represent that, that what we can take from that is that joy within us as we celebrate the reality of who we truly are And who we truly are is brothers and sisters with the Christ. We're brothers and sisters with that spirit within us. And we're brothers and sisters to one another and with one another. And it doesn't get better than that. It really, really doesn't. And it doesn't matter if we're Christian, it doesn't matter if we're Muslim, it doesn't matter if we're Hindu, it doesn't matter if we're atheist, it doesn't matter any of those things. What matters is that Jesus came and baptized us with that unquenchable fire. And it wasn't limited to just the people in his midst. Later on, his disciples are able to say, well, you know, that really was a global event that he came for everyone not just for this little community in the Middle East that the message that he came everyone could hear everyone could listen to and everyone could find their place with as who we truly are remember in the first gospel of John the first reading of John Nothing was created. Nothing came into being. No spirituality, no religion, no path came into being that did not first come through that Christ consciousness that Jesus was bringing into the world. Nothing. And then we can go on to Romans um, 8.28 or something around there. Nothing can take us from that glory of God. Nothing can take us from that connection with the divine. Not principalities, not people, not armies, not whatever. Nothing can do that. Because it's an unquenchable fire. And we have that within us. We have that unquenchable fire in the spirit within us. And with that, it is an incredible place that we, an opportunity that we have in the world today to bring that unquenchable fire into a world that feels it's bereft of any flame at all. You know, and so our presence in the world today is based on who we truly are. We are that unquenchable fire. And wherever we go, wherever we place ourselves in, in you know, time and space, we bring that unquenchable fire with us. And that's, that is our gift. That is our gift to the world today. And it's a gift that is given. We are, we are hollow bone. We are earthen vessel holding that gift of the Holy Spirit so that we can share with one another. Then we're truly loving one another and caring for one another. And we can access that spirit joy because we know who we truly are. 
And we have that within our grasp. We have it within our hearts. We are that. Every time we look into a mirror, that's who, we, that's who is, is looking back at us. Not some damaged, frail, miserable, you know, in need of salvation. No, we are the Holy Spirit embodied within us because we have that unquenchable fire. We have been given that. I breathe to you the Holy Spirit. It does not get better than that. It doesn't. Any thoughts 